the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. Back for another week. Is it Monday? What day of the week is it, by the way? (laughs) I can barely remember. Like, seriously, it's Monday, right? Ready to kick off (laughs) another week with you guys here. I will tell you, it's kind of hard when you're somebody like me who's been immersed in news and politics for, for many, many years. It's like there's never a day off, right? I don't really know from one day to the next. And then to make matters worse, it's not like we had a beautiful sunny weekend here in San Diego. We had we had some, uh, it's a rainy season here. So it's just like, didn't seem like today was a whole lot different than yesterday. I'm glad to have you guys here with me. We are not streaming if you're listening to me right now in your car on the way home. We appreciate it. If you're listening on any of the cool apps the way the kids do, wonderful. If you're on the stream, that's fantastic. What you're not going to be able to see and watch us uh, is via Facebook Live right now. First of all, Facebook has not allowed me back since they took me down over my picture that I posted of the pedophile recently. And then I was unable to get the Facebook live stream going on the Answer San Diego Facebook page. But look for that to come back for you guys tomorrow night. You know what else you can look for coming back tomorrow night? It's DJ Potato Skins. He took today off, uh, was feeling a little bit under the weather. And so hopefully if you're listening to us, Skins, we love you. Hopefully you're feeling better and you're recharging those batteries and you're going to be back fully charged and ready to go on tomorrow's show but you know who, what that means you know who's in the house i asked him by the way i said did we lose any major musicians today because it seems like every time he fills in we lose a great in the music industry which ends up being cool in a sense in that we typically then we pay homage by playing some phenomenal music we did not lose a great in the music industry today but there was the loss of a celebrity so i don't know about what it is about this man uh bringing death to, to the andrea k show usually he brings us a lot of life and a lot of fun and a lot of music and i'm talking about dj Jalapeno. We do have major news of the loss of a celebrity today. Uh, And we will actually, the celebrity died, I think, a few days ago, but the family just made the announcement. Um, And we'll share that, that news with you a little bit later. Um, it's interesting because on the way in to the show tonight, I, there was another host who was talking about how America was in the death throes and that uh, America was pretty much dead, at least the America as we used to know it. And it was has been replaced with wokeism and uh, diversity, equity and inclusion. And as I look at some of the stories headlining tonight's show, 
It's hard to it's hard to disagree with that, except I will say that there is we're not dead. There's still life left in us. Right. There's still life left in in, in this country. And here's how you can know. You can know by the squealing and the crying and the whining and the sniveling taking place on the left when they're not getting their way. Right. And you know that we're not in the death rows when you see both both sides of the aisle, the uniparty coming out today and, and just starting their full court press against Donald J. Trump. Right. So there's life left in MAGA. MAGA hasn't gone anywhere. MAGA is a movement, not a man. This country is not dead. They're trying to kill it off. They're trying to use wokeism and all of its and, and all of its tro you know the Trojan horse, in my opinion, the LBGTQ movement to, to destroy America. But it is not dead yet. if you want to be a part of the show 888-344-1170 speaking of dead bottom half of the show you're going to definitely want to stay tuned because there's an interesting story out about the schlaps Matt and Mercedes Schlapp, who runs CPAC every year. I'm not going to CPAC this year. It's one of those things where after COVID, and they moved it out of uh, D.C., they moved it down to Florida, then it just wasn't what it was meant to be. And now I don't miss it. And I, in fact, I forgot all about it. Um, but CPAC has still had, and I don't I don't know that it's been as conservative as an organization as it was billed to be, but nevertheless, good good way to network with other conservatives and see who's what, what, what what's the huh happening in the conservative movement. Crazy story about the schlaps right now they've been pulled from fox news haven't been seen and i'm not i've got brian maloney from red wave america who knows anybody and everybody he's he is one of the most connected people that you might not have heard of before if you're not a listener to the andrea k show to get his perspective on why the schlaps might be under attack right now as we're going into cpac and whether or not there's any there there with the story interesting story Indeed. Uh, if you want to be a part of the show, 888-344-1170. Also, you can email me at com. I always love reading the emails during the show. I usually love reading the comments on the Facebook live stream. Can't do that tonight. Um, but um, then you can just email me, com. Wasn't really sure which story to lead off with tonight. Gee, I don't know. Um, do we lead off with the latest Twitter files? Dump, why don't we do that? Because this story, is is this Twitter, this, this was a Twitter files dump that happened on Friday, I believe, involving Russian disinformation and how the Democrats relied on a single source, a single source alleging Russian bot activity. Remember, as part of the Russian collusion hoax that we heard about for five years, we heard that Trump was was Putin's puppet. We heard that the Trump campaign, everybody in the Trump orbit was colluding with Russia. We even had to hear about the phony story that took place where Don Jr., I think it was Don Jr. or Eric, uh, met with a Russian attorney. Um, that ended up being a hoax. I mean, the, the way that the left, from the FBI and the DOJ to the Hillary Clinton campaign, the DNC and, and beyond... The way they tried to, all the different ways in which they tried to use Russia as a tool and a mechanism to destroy to, to destroy Trump has been breathtaking. Breathtaking. One of the ways that they did, of course, was at no point, by the way, did they ever have any, any was there ever any evidence that Trump had colluded with Russians? Uh, Mueller knew that the day he took over a special counsel, walked into the office, knew there was no evidence. Before Mueller was brought in to be special counsel and Rod Rosenstein called him in, they knew there was no evidence of any Russian collusion with Trump. 
actually, before that, the Republican Party behind closed door testimony knew that there was never any evidence that Trump had colluded with the Russians. So much so. But however, they went forward. Right. And then the, when we finally had some indictments over Russian collusion, who got indicted? But who remembers out there, show of hands, that there was 17 Russians supposedly behind some bot accounts that they did indictments against. Nobody knows the names of these Russians. No, no indictments, ever, no arrests were ever made. It was obvious, obviously just a phony story to try to pretend, to try to prop up the lie that Russia had influenced and interfered with and influenced the outcome of the presidential election in 2016. All a lie. Now we find out even more behind it when it came to, and that was for Facebook, right? But at the time, I don't believe there was any, it, 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 when, um, and I think it was Rosenstein who came out, and did the big press conference, the indictments of the Facebook bot accounts, right? Uh, and that that was when, actually, it was Hillary Clinton who came out with the term fake news. That's when fake news actually became something. It was even before Trump said anything about fake news. And it was because what they were trying to allege was that all these fake accounts can, did actually affect the outcome of the election. Here's what was revealed by the Twitter files. That they relied on a single source that was a that was behind alleging the Russian bot activity, and it was all a scam. There was an account. This, according to Matt Taibbi, he's been one of the few people where Twitter has been releasing all this information to, and he reported um, about a, a source called Hamilton sixty eight. Hamilton Hamilton sixty eight was one source was a so called dashboard that supposedly monitored Russian bot activity. So it, this, this, it, and as it turns out, this, this Hamilton 68 was basically like a, you know, um, the guy behind the steel dossier, right? Christopher Steele. It, there was no there there. Hamilton 68 was supposedly spearheaded by former FBI agent and MSNBC contributor Clint Watts. Um, and it was operated by the Alliance for Securing Democracy, which was a, a you know, lefty think, quote, think tank, like they do any thinking there. It was founded in 2017 with an advice. And, and so it so why would they be doing this in 2017? Oh, I know, because that's when they had to transition from uh, from trying to stop Trump from being uh, elected through the use of a weaponized FBI and DOJ into now a coup attempt to try to remove him by continuing to further the lie of the Trump uh, uh, Russian uh, collusion hoax. So they so this um, Hamilton 68. Uh, came about from some Alliance for Securing Democracy, founded in 2017 with an illustrious council, including John Podesta. Remember, John Podesta's emails were leaked, supposedly, by the Russians uh, in 2017. Former Obama-era CIA director Michael Morrell, Michael McFaul, uh, and... (laughs) And Bill Crystal, remember Bill Crystal from the Weekly Standard, the dude who was doing all the cruises and was just mocked mercilessly for all of his cruises. So basically, this one person or this one uh, one account, Hamilton sixty eight, was the source of hundreds, if not thousands, of mainstream print and TV news stories in the Trump years. So one source that was coordinated and controlled by a bunch of former Clinton and Obama cronies was basically pushing out through Hamilton 68 lies to the American people. Propaganda. According to this guy, Hamilton 68, 
basically, I don't know if you guys remember where they came out and they said that hashtags like Fire McMasters, Schumer Shutdown, Walk Away, Release the Memo, Alabama Senate Race, Parkland Shooting, they actually tried to claim that these were all Russian bots. In other words, they were trying to, to, to pretend that actual grassroots movements were actual Americans were trending hashtags that meant something to them. They had to claim it was, was disinformation by the Russians. Matt Taibbi writes, Twitter executives were in a unique position to recreate Hamilton's list, reverse engineering it from the site's request for Twitter data. Concerned about the deluge of Hamilton-based news stories, they did so, and what they found shocked them. These accounts uh, are neither strongly Russian nor strongly bots. No evidence to support this statement that the dashboard is a finger on the pulse of Russian information ops. Hardly illuminating a mass influence operation. So there you have it. What we have is big tech colluding. There's there's more to the story here. Um, but, I mean, that's basically it in a nutshell. It's just more confirmation that big tech was colluding with the deep state in order to control the minds of the American people by controlling the flow of information and continuing to lie to the American people that Russia was the boogeyman and Russia was controlling things when really what it was was our own government. It was our own government. Controlling the flow of information. And you know what? There's still people out there that actually think that Trump was Russians. Uh, uh, oh, and by the way, it's not only the fact that there's still people out there that think that Russia influenced the outcome of the election, that believe the lie that it was Russia who hacked into the DNC servers and leaked uh, the emails about John Podesta. But what, part of what that did was set up the stage to where now, uh, in order to continue the money laundering scheme and to push us into an endless war, that we're a proxy war with Ukraine that's supposedly bumping us closer and closer to nuclear Armageddon, all based on the American people buying into five years of a bunch of crap, that the greatest evil we faced was Russia and Putin, when really, quite frankly, the greatest evil we face and the greatest danger to, this, to our country is, our, is ourselves. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift gears. We are going to talk about and pay homage to the celebrity who left us today. So stay with us. More on the Andrea K Show on the other side of the break. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Okay, so Cindy Williams, Shirley from Laverne and Shirley, Passed away a few days ago, according to her family. They didn't make it. They didn't make an announcement until today. I think um, they said that it was a, a brief illness. They said it was a brief illness that that took her, and um, that just makes me sad to think that that we've lost her. Seventy five years old. Uh, just what a contribution that show made to America. You know, I don't know that she really did anything after Laverne and Shirley. Um, She ended up marrying, I think she married um, Goldie Hawn's ex-husband, who was one of the Hudson brothers. And so Kate Hudson and Oliver Hudson, Goldie Hawn's kids, who um, actually refer to... uh, Kurt Russell is their dad. They call him Pa. Um, that's that. Those that that's who Cindy Williams married. I think she did a few. I think she did a few projects, but not a whole lot. And I think they had a couple kids together and just kind of lived a quiet life. Uh, I believe in Malibu. So just I, I think back at a time, you know, um, 
Happy, I always thought Happy Days was a better show than Laverne and Shirley. I didn't really, I, I didn't really, as, as a little girl, I didn't really like, um, I didn't really relate to Laverne and Shirley. And one of the things that I did like about the show is that it showed, you know, um, working class gals. You know, it wasn't the Mary Tyler Moore. I never could relate to Mary Tyler Moore in those reruns. I didn't, I didn't like that show. Um, I also didn't like there was another show that my sister used to watch, and um, I was super young when that show was on. Re- oh, um, oh, Danny Thomas's daughter, Marlo Thomas. That girl. I didn't like shows. I think the reason why I did like Laverne and Shirley better than those other ones is because they were more real. The characters were more real. I never really liked these sweet girl because that just wasn't me. I mean, I felt like I, I could when it came to Laverne and Shirley, I totally could re- relate to, to Laverne. I love the L that she had on her shirt. I love that she was not classically beautiful like everybody. She had like crazy hair and like I had crazy hair when I was a kid and you know, I, I felt like I could re- relate to Laverne. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to shift away from talking about sitcoms. Although there is there is some drama going on with CPAC and Matt and Mercedes Schlapp, and we've got Brian Maloney, who tends to have all the juicy scoop and gossip. What's behind this bizarre allegation against Matt Schlapp? Should we believe it? Who's behind it and why? We're going to share that with you when we come back. Don't go away. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show, on The Answer San Diego. You know what? I didn't even tell DJ Jalapeno to play Nasty Boys at the, at the, to bring on my man Brian Maloney from Red Wave America. No, I did not. It literally is just a coincidence. But he is a nasty boy in the sense that he likes to tell the truth about everybody in the conservative movement, whether they like it or not. He's Brian Maloney from Red, Red Wave America. Hello, my dear. Hey, so everybody has a spicy nickname. You got DJ Jalapeno. <laughs> I mean, you're adding characters here I don't even know about. <laughs> well, Tater Skins is out tonight. He's not feeling good. So it's always oh. great to have, yeah, uh, my man Jalapeno in the house because he's a fellow music lover. And so, well, uh, qu- yeah, quickly, before we get into some of the hot topics, I don't know if you heard the news. Cindy Williams from Laverne and Shirley passed away. And to yeah. me, that's just, you know, just it, it reminded me and the listeners of a great time in this country before wokeism when Hollywood was just about entertaining great content great laughs people being silly and you know that's how I remember that time in this country as well as the show your thoughts yeah no it really was that's the same thing that I remember too was it it was about making you laugh and, and kind of giving you an escape from the world rather than every show now has this agenda of trying to drill into your skull some kind of political agenda that is very extreme and very bizarre. Most of us, it looks alien to most of us. Uh, and I mean, I, whether it's working or not, I don't know, but they've made everything miserable. So there's nothing enjoyable anymore. But I mean, you look at the kids today, they're watching all these old reruns. Uh, they're flocking to them of all these different shows because they they turn these on and they say, wow, I mean, there used to be shows that were just about fun mm-hmm. uh, and not about indoctrination. So I think there are a lot of young people that are 
seeing old reruns and looking at the world the way it used to be and wishing it was that way now. Well, yeah, wishing that we could have characters like Squiggy, right? Lenny and Squiggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, were always, they were always hitting on the chicks and they were geeks and never never could get the chicks. I just thought, you know, it was just such a great time. Prayers for her family. And one of the things also about her was that uh, I don't think I ever remember hearing anything scandalous about her. Just, uh, you know, that was also at a no. time where people appreciated the work that they got and they did they showed up and you know did um and, and you know just did the work that they were charged to do and, and 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 were grateful for it so all right speaking of work um the schlaps i don't know what to think of this story um be, because it seems bizarre to me and i've only interviewed matt schlapp i think once or twice i don't think i've ever met or interviewed mercedes schlapp um i've been disenchanted with cpac i have, haven't felt like it was really the conservative um you know the, yeah. the, the conservative political action committee it was supposed to be uh nevertheless um i, I i'm i'm wondering how real this allegation is they've been taken off of fox news for those of you you haven't heard somebody from the Herschel Walker campaign alleges that when he was driving Matt Schlapp around as a as a quote VIP that Matt Schlapp grabbed his crotch and uh, which is a serious yeah. allegation and I'm just you know um, I'm wondering if there's any and, and since you're dialed into Georgia you're dialed into everybody in, in in you know DC circles what you think about this and whether or not you think this this just isn't another attempt on the left to try to take down C CPAC in advance of CPAC, even though we know CPAC really isn't as conservative as it's supposed to be. Well, I think it's conservatives that are fed up with CPAC. Uh, so I don't know if anybody from the left is behind this at all. And I think this allegation might be credible and we'll have to look into it more. But I mean, the bottom line is that the Schlapps have been making a mint off of CPACs. They've been making a lot of money off of conservatives for years and years and years. And what they've been delivering is something that is pay to play. So to be one of these panels, you know, that people first you pay hundreds of dollars to attend a CPAC, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just just to attend as a spectator, not doing anything there other than going around, going to the different uh, venue, you know, seeing what people are saying or whatever. So it's pay to play to be on any of the panels. So you know, I want to be on the panel on the future of whatever this or that. Oh well, that's going to be five thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars just to be on the panel. So there's been something dishonest about it for a really, really long time. Um, and and the fact that the Schlapps have been the ones making all the money. It's it's a nonprofit, the American Conservative Union, is what's behind CPAC. But it's turned into just like a cash cow for them, mm-hmm. for the two of them. So that, that has been rotten for a long time. But the other thing that I really resent uh, is that every year, it's about this conservative, so-called conservative pecking order of so-called conservative celebrities who really aren't very conservative. And outside of our circles are really not celebrities either. I don't think these people have moved the needle. Um, I don't think they've helped us in any elections, but they are the favored people that the red carpet is thrown out to every year at CPAC. And I think that has damaged us. Too many people have accepted, oh, these are our leaders, when none of them have shown leadership. So there's a lot of money involved and a lot of 
power and influence. And in the end, we, we just turn around and lose elections. And my focus now, Andrea, is everything has to be about, be about winning elections. Uh, otherwise, we need to cut it loose because we've been through too many of these now where we lose. Uh, and then we turn around, oh, yes, but this so-and-so is still a conservative star. It's like, well, what is that? You know, we should look at all of them. What have any of these people done for us? Uh, right. What are any of them doing to move the needle? And Matt Schlapp is a guy who's become very wealthy off conservatives. And we have a lot of grifters in our movement. We have a lot of thieves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been railing against them on, on Twitter because some of these people have their accounts restored in the last two or three weeks. Some of them are people who stole a lot of money from very well-meaning small conservative donors uh, around 2020 and then vanished with the money. Uh, some of the people who, who raised a lot of money in the name of Stop to Steal uh, you know, raise hundreds of thousands of dollars each, some of them millions, and then just vanished into thin air. All of a sudden now they come back to this blaze of glory. Oh, look, I'm back. And and then they turn around and get involved in uh, smearing Trump. Or, you know, it's like, oh, well, now we can see whose payroll they're on now. Now it looks like they're on, you know, a different candidate's payroll. So there's so much sleaze going on on our side that we need to clean up ahead of the election. Uh, we've got to get rid of a whole bunch of riffraff that, that we cannot have in our way going into next November. And next November, it might seem like a long ways off, Andrea, but man, it is right around the corner. This is going to go lightning fast from here to November 2024. Well, yeah. And, you know, I, I'm not opposed to big events like this that, you know, um, gather people together. I think there's a great idea uh, behind, you know, um, g- gathering people together and uh, and sharing ideas and getting people excited and getting them motivated and getting them inspired. Um, but it, it's, it's got to get them inspired to, around uh, and motivated around an agenda that's actually make America great again and America first. Because MAGA is a movement it's not about a man and then and then it and then it's also got to include the goal of policy as well as election results that further america first agenda and you know i don't i don't know that cpac i, I you know it, it i texted you actually I think it was last year or so. I was like, hey, are you going to go to CPAC? You and a few other people, some of the diehards, because I was wondering whether or not I was going to go. And it's in. That's it's, right. I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and it, and it almost gets to the point where you're like, you know what? We, everybody was going because it was like a habit to go. You know, it's at National Harbor and DC. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but then it moved to Florida. And it's like, after you don't go for a couple of years, then you go, you know what? What was I really getting out of it? And, you know, if, yeah. it, what, it, and, and we all should be getting something out of it. Everybody, every Tom, Dick, and Harry organization now has a CPAC. We've got, and now CPAC isn't just once a year in at, back at National Harbor. Then they decided right. to add one to Dallas. Now they've got them happening all around the world. Will you tell me what a CPAC at, in Dubai is doing to further the cause of America? Well, and CPAC in Japan and CPAC in Korea, and uh, I don't really understand why those events exist. And yeah, do are they doing one in Dubai? I didn't even know about that. But that's truly bizarre. I mean, I don't know what you would be doing. So the the money motive there, I mean, this is supposed to be a nonprofit group. So under Schlapp, though, it has, and, uh, you know, I, the allegations, we'll see what, 
what's going on there. But, you know, it'd be nice to see that maybe they have a board that would kick him out. But if you've ever looked at what his salary is, they really, the ACU really no longer does anything else other than CPAC. Years ago, they used to be involved in other activities um, like scorecards for Congress. And there were a lot of other things that they did. And, and now um, they're just a shell of what they once were. So, uh, so there's a lot of it. So we've got to kind of, and, and by the back to the earlier point about the um, America first and the primaries and some of these people coming out of the woodwork and everything and attacking Trump or what, I'm not saying Trump should have a free ride between now and next November. That's not what I'm getting at at all. I'm saying that some of these people are taking really, really cheap shots uh, and they were organized by, you know, another person's campaign. Let's just say it was DeSantis because it was uh, to to go on the offensive and make a bunch of attacks, which I don't think are constructed for us. Uh, and they're, they're not only doing that, but they're turning around and blaming Trump for this. So they're using a lot of the left tactics. I don't like the way the DeSantis campaign would kind of start itself to. I, I, forgive me if I got a little bit off the, uh, the CPAC match slap subject there a little bit, but I think a lot of this stuff is intertwined. You know, we have to be organized. And I think you're right. We do need a conference where we can all get together and organize. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, we don't have a good conservative conference anymore. We have a bunch of shady ones. And I don't like the turning point one either that happens in Arizona because it's the same thing. It's right, always right. Let me have, right. Let yeah. me let me hold you there. We're going to take a break. Sure. We come back. we got more with Brian Maloney, and I'm going to try to fix the audio here on those of you watching on uh, the Facebook live stream on The Answer San Diego. So don't go away. We've got to get our mojo back and take this country back. And it's not going to be by people gathering, in my opinion, at CPAC necessarily or at these Turning Point events or at the Clay Clark uh, reawaken tours. These are, you know, I think it's great if we want all to come together in fellowship, but that's not how we're going to take our, our, our country back. Let's talk about um, another way that we're, I'm not sure our country is going to be taken back. And that's with Ronna McDaniel staying as the RNC chair. Well, yeah, and that's another one. I mean, that that to me, uh, I think that opened a lot of eyes. And I give Harmeet uh, Dillon a lot of credit for running the way she did. And, you know, a lot of people said, well, you know, is Harmeet really all that conservative or whatever? And I know Harmeet personally, and I don't think she's way out on the right or anything. I think she's slightly right of center. But what she was going to do was go in there, Andrea, and clean up a lot of the waste and fraud uh, going on inside that party. Uh, and, you know, going on with the expenditures, there's a lot of money that has been misspent. And I think she was going to really go in there and clean that up. Mm-hmm. So what people have got to do, and I, what I hope people have been doing for years, is not sending a dime to the RNC, not sending a dime to Republicans at the national level, but donating to candidates directly, Mm -hmm. donating to PACs that you support, um, donating to, you know, if you want to donate to state committees, you can do that. Um, There are, you know, the state committees run on very, very lean budgets. So that can be done too. Uh, There are local organizations you can also, you know, I mean, but donations are needed. Uh, it's just that not, not one dime should be going to Rana, 
Romney McDaniel. She's cut the Romney part out of her name now, mm-hmm. if you've noticed. Yeah. Uh, you know, just like, you know, Hillary, Rodham, whatever. You know, it's, it's, it always reminds me of the same thing. Um, and, and so it's the same thing. And so, you know, so the party, no one was punished for blowing that election. No one. No. I mean, you know, McConnell. Uh, McCar- well, McCarthy's the only one that had to endure all those, you know, failed votes for speaker, but he still became speaker. Yeah. Uh, no repercussions. This is this is the, the problem we've got. I, is, do I consider Harmeet far right? No. Uh, but what we need in this country more than anything is accountability. That's what we need. We well, need yeah. accountability. And, and if we can't even get it within our own party as conservatives, we how are we ever going to expect to get it when it comes to our own government? This is why our government has grown to the point of tyranny. I'm tired of talking about the latest Twitter files dump where we've got more and more revelations of the U.S. government colluding with, with big tech to suppress speech, deny Americans our civil rights, to collude to control the outcome of our elections, use a weaponized government against us to persecute and prosecute Americans. And, you know, and, and we can't and the people that are supposed to be the party representatives rep doing the job for us while we're about out here working and living our lives it, it's the republican party that's supposed to be the one about accountability and conservatism and they reelect the architect of failure and i gotta yeah, tell you yeah. for trump to be out campaigning one of the things that i have a problem with with trump was not just the fact that he supported ronna mcdaniel but the fact that he did it behind the scenes he wasn't even upfront and honest about it trump if you're going to continue to support somebody who's kicking us in the teeth and who's yeah, failing what, every what, chance what, she gets <clears throat> at least be honest about it and upfront. But what do we do about it instead? I mean, that's the problem. I don't understand. What I know about the way Trump endorses is he endorses who he thinks is going to win, um, and which I don't think is a great strategy. You know, he doesn't. It's it's always endorsed based on reading the tea leaves, so he's still got to get rid of a lot of of people. Um, that are around him. I just don't think DeSantis is off to a very good start with the presidential run at all. So no. I don't know what we have. If we, if Trump, I, I, you know, I, Trump uh, leaves a lot to be desired these days, but he did go out and start campaigning. And it, I don't know. I'd like to see what happens here. I agree with you on your points. But well, look, I'm not saying I'm anti-Trump in 2024. What I'm no. saying is Trump right now, it's is his nomination to lose in terms of the Republican Party. But he's got a general to win. And he's ble- bleeding off a lot of MAGA people that don't like the fact that he's continuing to push shots, don't like the fact that he supported McCarthy. They don't like the fact that he supported Ron and McDaniel. He's got to he's got to start. He, one of the things that was so brilliant about him when he came down the escalators was his ability to have his finger on the pulse of how the voters were feeling. And he's ignoring and, yeah. he's ignoring uh, the voters that put him there. And that's going to be a problem for him in the general election. I've said from the beginning, I'm not somebody who's glommed on to Ron DeSantis. I don't, you know, so many conservatives, we've talked about this so many times, where the second somebody says something, we like, oh, that's our new guy, right? Instead of realizing that nobody's perfect, everybody's human, they're all flawed. What we need is to make sure that we've got elected officials, particularly ones that have served office in the past, being held accountable for their mistakes, um, acknowledging their mistakes and doing better. 
one of the things about DeSantis is DeSantis, if the number one issue we have is a tyrannical, ex- grossly distorted and, and bloated U.S. weaponized government, DeSantis hasn't done anything in Florida that makes me uh, feel that, exactly. that he understands exactly. it and that he's prepared yep. to do anything about it. He hasn't been vocal enough with me about the raid that took place at Mar-a-Lago, and, he, and he's been awful quiet yeah. about, uh, about Joe Biden. Uh, one minute, wrap us up. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, neither one of these has guys has it in the bag. I don't know how the establishment characters won over Trump, whether they whether some kind of deal was cut. I have no idea. But DeSantis has not shown that he can expand his movement outside of Florida at all. I mean, we have not seen anything that shows that he could take this to the rest of the country. That's huge. So barring, you know, does someone else appear into this mix? You know? Well, it ain't going to be Nikki Haley, I'll tell you all that. Brian Maloney, <laughs> thank you for being here. Appreciate Thanks. it. All right, we got hour two coming up, so don't you go away and email me at com. Stay tuned. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.